To do a podcast, we're here. It's the episode is going to be all about Mashes of the Universe Revelation. I watched the five episodes. Brian has not because he buys all of his stuff on Chewy.com, so he got his card swiped, so he can't uh, watch anything for the next week and a half until he gets a new card. No, well, okay. So this is what happens when you shop on these weird sites to buy your organic uh, cat food. Don't do it. Don't do it. What 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 transpired was this last last week, uh, like Sunday or Monday? I look at my bank account, and um, I always check it every morning, make sure everything goes through. You know, everything's kosher, and I no see. No one else does that but you. I have to imagine in this day and age, you'd want to look at your bank account at least once a day. I, I mean, well, anyway, I do. Um, and I had seven, six or, six or seven, um, five, um, like five, six dollars from some like online uh, shop. And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't. Now, I asked Alice and I said, did you happen to buy something? She's like, I don't even know what that place is. And um, I Googled it and it was some, some woman's like store. Mm. Um, I called their place first. I said, hey, I got a bunch of charges from you guys that are fraudulent. Can you help me out? No, our supervisor isn't until tomorrow. So I was like, and so. Your bank, you don't call a business. Well, I know. I called, I wanted to let them know. Um, And then I called Bank of America. Went through on their end. I, I, it didn't. So I called, I called Bank of America. They noticed um, they told me to go back online and look, and they said they reversed all the charges. Um, they noticed that it was fraudulent and it was odd. And I don't shop. They know where you shop. They know everything yeah. about you. So uh, they actually stopped all seven charges and they reversed it. And I was seeing the reversal, but in the front end, they all went through. Then they reversed it and they go, did you get a text message? I go, no, nobody. I got nothing. So. Mm. They said, well, we should send you a new card anyway, because someone, if they got your number, they might yeah, try they it again. again. Yeah. Um, so luckily, my bills, all the bills have gone through. So I didn't have anything to wear. But Netflix is one of the one bills that goes at the end of the month. So Netflix, I went to go watch He-Man and I got account on hold. Yeah. Um, so I should be getting my new card this week because they sent it out last week. So... Um, I will watch He-Man this week, and then next Monday we could talk more about it. But I want you to give the review, Mark, of what you thought at the end of the show. I will. I will uh, be doing that. We'll be talking about that, and we'll be talking about uh, Comic-Con news. Yes. Yeah. Comic-Con news. And uh, just just you know, it's a running joke between me and Allison that I literally 
get a new card like every one you to do two years. i was just i was telling claire about it last last night when she told me what happened and i was like brian's like got a new card like way more than anyone else I've ever met in my life it it's, seems like every other month you get a new yeah like, well, it's not because of my fault first of all i first my card expired i got a new one then the stop and shop thing happened where they all their their um yeah machines got hacked yeah bank of america sends me a brand new card then that Christmas, Home Depot got hacked. I had gone to Home Depot. Bank of America just said, I literally had three new cards in one year. It was such a pain in the ass. And I then, remember. It was like, like, you know what this means? You know what I think you should do? Might help. Is get a separate account for your, your vendoring stuff. Why? It has nothing to do with my Could that be like the, the, from using it on, like using your account online? No, like that kind of stuff. Is that where people are getting it from? I I don't. I use my card on normal places. I don't do anything weird. I I use PayPal majority of the time. So if <laughs> I can, um, then crazy. Um, my card must have been swiped at a gas station because uh, two uh, not last year but 2019 in mm. February, I, I checked my bank account and Pride gas station. I had like a, I had a ten dollar charge, an eight dollar charge, and then an yeah. eighty dollar charge all in a row. It's yeah. from New Jersey. Um, I I I I uh, caught those. I got a new card. Uh, yeah. So it's like a, a running joke that I constantly get a new card. Yeah. I, I don't know. I bad luck. I guess whatever. You have the thing on your card where they like, like the fraud protection thing. Yeah, Bank of America won't let it. I. I've never saying, lost like, they money. Don't, they don't I've like, never like lost a text money. message or anything saying these charges you made or whatever. The funny thing is, I'm signed up for that. I never got a text message, and that's what the guy asked me. Make sure they have the right phone number. <laughs> it's my all my information. My phone number hasn't changed. <laughs> I don't know, but the great thing is, I I will say thank you. Bank of America. I get those like even when I go on vacation. Sometimes I'll get like a thing yeah. like, did you make these transactions? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, that was me. I went on vacation one time. We went to uh, Plymouth, yeah. and we made a bunch of purchases. And uh, my card was frozen, and it said, "What were these purchases, you?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. And then they unfroze it. But I was yeah. like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" But yeah. I, I will say, Bank of America does suck in a lot of other ways. But they the do. one thing they do are good at is the fraud protection. So I can't yeah. complain. I've never lost money because of this. Yeah, they've always caught it refunded me if i did like the 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 pride station thing i yeah. actually got my money back but like uh this time they caught it right away i didn't lose any money so mm. i mean i can't complain there so it's good it's good well the many adventures of brian kazaska ladies and gentlemen i know right what are you gonna do uh so mark uh we'll start with you first how was your week uh, anything of note uh it was a week not anything crazy going on just watched a couple stuff here and there uh like i was telling you before the show started i watched the summer soul the quest love uh documentary which is uh all this the summer of 1969 same year of woodstock yeah during the time frame woodstock was going on uh in harlem they did a uh they called the summer of soul series and every weekend they had concerts in the park this one guy put them on, and they had like huge names like come through, like Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's cool. Hips. 
uh bb king like a bunch of like people and they had like all different like every weekend was a different uh like theme so they had like a gospel week day they had like all these different things but there was over i think i remember him when he was on jimmy fallon he said there was over like like 400 hours of footage or some crazy number of footage because someone like a, a local like guy recorded for like with the news or somehow like did something where he recorded Public every access something like that but he like recorded like every well he was like a film director from the area or whatever yeah he filmed like every concert like multi-camera shoots for every concert and he was the plan was they were gonna do like with the woodstock film they were gonna sell it and then like make it into a movie but he shopped it around like right after the summer was over with and no one wanted it yeah no one would do anything with it so it literally sat in his basement all of the, the film reels just sat in his basement in boxes for 50 years wow almost and they were still in good condition, huh? And they were like in, there were some that were kind of iffy, like some of them like had issues because it just, you know, 50 years of sitting in a box or whatever, but they were all in the tins and everything. So they weren't like bad, but it looks like it's never been touched. That was like the whole like thing of the story was like, no one has seen these, this video, hmm. like the guy who shot it, shot it. It was put in a can, like all the different cameras shots were put in a can and like never touched again. Like they're never edited together. They were never like nothing was other. It was all just raw footage. Yeah. And so, like a friend of Quest Loves or someone that knew Quest Love, oh, someone like a friend of a friend kind of thing, had like it'd been like a rumor that this like this video was out there. And so Quest Love, like, I guess, decided to go and track the video down, and was able to get like the video permission from the guy to use the video, and he went back. And he found like people who had went to the concert and talked to like interviewed them and some of the acts that were at the concert that are still alive. It's like a two and a half hour documentary. But if you're into music, like if you're and if your parents were into that genre of music growing up, like Motown and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or even if you're just a music fan at all, it's a great documentary. It's fantastic. I would suggest you check it out. Summer of Soul. Summer Soul, yeah. What's yeah, it on? It's on, Hulu? Uh, it's on Hulu, yeah. Yeah. If you have a Hulu premium, you get it for free, I think. So yeah, yeah it's it's worth the it's worth the time. It's really good. It it moves fast too. It's not like a drawn out documentary. Yeah. They do like interviews and they show like a music act and then go back to interviews. So you get like a nice dichotomy and it's the story of how it all came about and the guy who did it and all that's very interesting. It's just that's it's very good, and then uh, like I said, I watched Master of the Universe, which we'll talk about in a little while, which were quick. They're like twenty minute video, twenty minute shows. There's only five of them. Yeah. First half of this season. Uh, then I uh, watched Olympics. We're going on this weekend, so you're like the Olympics. I, I I forgot the Olympics were happening. Uh, Claire's Claire's a huge Olympics person. She loves it. So. Yeah. We're watching a lot of the Olympics. Uh, she watched uh, I like Winter Olympics. That's it. I don't really. I'm, I'm more of a Winter Olympics guy. I like hockey, watching the hockey or yeah. whatever. But Summer Olympics, I just don't really care. Eh. For me, the Summer Olympics, the only sports, and I like the weird sports in Olympics. Like, uh, 
I don't know if you played this in gym when you were in high school. International team handball is an Olympic sport. Handball? Handball. Uh, what do you do in handball? You play it on the basketball court, basically. And you have to like dribble, but you can throw. And there's like a, a, a goal zone where you, you can't like oh. step inside it. You have to jump the score and then you land inside it. Gotcha. I think it was just Enfield High. I was totally clear. I think we had Mr. Langle as our gym teacher and it was 96 when the olympics were in Atlanta. i remember like that year of gym it was all like olympic like olympic sports like we did handball we played badminton it was just a bunch of random sports that were like olympic sports that we played and handball just for some reason i got like addicted to it and i like loved it yeah and i still follow it randomly here and there but it's a weird crazy sport it's like a mix of basketball lacrosse and soccer like all mixed into one it's huge in europe it's like a huge european sport but yeah so it's weird sports like that i'm into like the like the kayaking which they do in like the rapids they build rapids like in the middle of the little whatever they build them like that <laughs> kind of thing i'm into that like i'm into the quirky sports um yeah, so did that, and then Claire watched uh, Doctor Death, which is on Peacock. Yeah, she said it's amazing. Oh, really? She said it's based I, off a true story. I know. I saw the trailer. It looks so boring. So I we. She passed. said it's not. It's slow at the beginning. Which said it's it's. She's she said to me that if Christian Slater, Josh Jackson, and uh, Alec Baldwin don't get at least a nominate, uh, like an Emmy nomination. She doesn't understand what the Emmys are about. She said they're that good acting. Huh. She said like like Josh Jackson's character, the guy that she he plays is so like it's crazy. She said he's so good. It's she funny. was like addicted to it. Yeah, I mean it's funny. I showed Allison and we we're like every time there's like a serial kill or a killer that's a doctor, they call him Doctor Death because we've watched so many documentaries where they call them yeah. Doctor Death. Cause I'm like, what is he? Who's he based on? Have we? Do we know? And we yeah. can figure it out. So, yeah. But it's like a real story. I guess it's based off a real story. Yeah. This guy was like a back surgeon, and like didn't know what he was doing, and just kept getting jobs and like kept like maiming people, basically like paralyzing them or killing them. Because he just didn't know what he was doing, but it was like somehow getting through the cracks and getting jobs that's our medical system for you yeah yeah uh but man yeah she watched that and she said that i should suggest that to you and then of course the woodstock 99 documentary which i'm gonna watch today probably yeah i am so psyched to watch that crazy yeah i mean i remember watching the weekend on mtv and yeah. watching the live acts and then like watching the dv the, the vhs's and dvds that came out afterwards and but i know a lot of crazy crap transpired yeah. i know a lot of bad things happened and this is the underbelly of woodstock 99 so yeah well claire said the whole impetus of it which isn't like it's everyone knows what happened and everything so there's not any spoilers in there but she's like the main impetus of it was the people who organized Woodstock 99 were the same people who did 94. And in 94, people were like sneaking in and getting in for free. Yeah. 
So they found, like, they, like, looked for a place that people could not get in and out of easily. And they found that air base that they did it on. And, like, their main goal was, like, no one's getting in here for free. We are making as much money off this as possible yeah. to recoup what we lost at 94. I so don't tell me anymore. Then on, it was, like, a disaster. Don't tell me anymore. Don't, yeah, but, don't tell me anymore. Yeah, I want to no, be. She was, like, telling me some of the stories in it. And I'm like, I got to watch this thing. If half of these are even true, it's crazy. It's just like you wonder why no one puts on huge concerts anymore. Because well, they do. I mean, Coachella is a, a thing that happens every year. Coachella. Well, they talked about that. I guess that's talked about in the documentary and all that too. And I mean, it can happen when it's done right. Um, yeah. If you watch a, another great documentary, uh, the about the Fire Festival. Yeah, which, which there are two of them. I watched the Netflix one. Yeah, and the Netflix. So I watched. Movie, two. Yeah. Claire said the Hulu one is pretty crazy too. But. I mean, you're getting the same story. Yeah, I mean, same story, just told a different way. Yeah, but like, it's a crazy story. Um, and that it guy, he, he kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he basically. Uh, but that didn't even happen. Whereas, like, this one actually happened. Yeah, uh, with the Firefest, I mean, people actually showed up. Yeah. And it was a shit show. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, any anything else, Mark? No, that's about it. That's all. We didn't do much else besides that. It was kind of another crappy week weather-wise, so there wasn't yeah, anything was. to really do anything with. But and then we just kind of just decided to keep the weekend. Like neither, like I had no shoots or anything to do or anything. So pretty much to chill, relax, sit back, watch Olympics all weekend, kind of weekend. Yeah, Saturday was beautiful. Yesterday was just another rainy, dark day in New. See, up here it didn't never rained. It was just like cloudy and muggy oh it rained it rained off and on yeah it off and on rain yeah we got hardly any rain up here which is it's that's like i'm finding out recently i don't know why i'm just really like realizing this now but just like i think i mentioned before but just the crazy fact to me that from here to enfield or just next town over the difference in weather like yeah yeah it's a, yeah like I mean, my family's I, like it texted me before and been like it's downpouring here get inside it's gonna it's gonna be bad i'm like nothing it's but mark you should have realized no this working at stafford we would be like enfield would have got nailed with rain and stafford would be dry or stafford would yeah. be a huge thunderstorm well, stafford always like because of the mountains i kind of always i knew that because of the mountains it's different yeah. stuff hits the mountains and dissipates i mean snowstorms right we had a big snowstorm over the winter yeah. and summers what uh we were doing a school board meeting it's someone who lives in summers was like we got nothing yeah, but I'm like, we got six inches. Then you, I drive into Long Meadow to go to work, and they got like three. Yeah, it's just the band and the way the valley is. Sometimes yeah. you're gonna get more snow in some pockets. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. It is crazy to think about, though. Um, there's a house. There's another thing I want to say. Yeah, there's a house on our street that's for sale, and uh, they posted the price for it, and it is crazy the price of houses nowadays. It's like the second house in our neighborhood that's been up for sale. And like the, the amount of difference in what Claire, it's almost like, it's crazy. The amount of difference in what Claire paid like three years ago, it's what it is now. Like the amount of, like the price of houses now is crazy. I don't understand how people are buying houses right now. But it's like over $200,000, this house. But they're selling. selling the street. But they're selling, it's crazy. I guess, it's crazy though. Yeah. Well, I mean- I guess you'd have to look how much was the house worth 
before and three years ago? Did well, they we just got like up? the thing, like uh, Claire's sister sends out a week, like a monthly market report about the the, the house that we, that she bought. And it's like the, what they're assessing the house is at now to what Claire paid for it. We're like, we're refinancing this thing like now. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like even just your place. You just bought your place not so long ago too. I just can't even imagine what the difference in price would be at this point. Yeah, we got it four years ago now. Um yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I have to look yeah. to see what if it. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it went up a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, I, but the like houses this, are going up. I saw the sale. sticker price that they posted. I'm like, what is going on? It's over two hundred. It's almost two hundred twenty thousand dollars. Wow! The house identical to ours. It's just like a little bit up the road, and has actual like water access, whereas ours doesn't. But it's even like that's just like I can't believe it's that much different in pricing. <sighs> crazy. The housing market getting older, Mark. Uh, speaking of housing, um, I I recently beat resident evil village which scared the bejesus out of me and i loved every moment of it i high it's probably my favorite resident evil game since two like it is just awesome uh, if you want to go to halloween game for anybody out there that's the best one to play and um one game i've been dying to play for years and years is mass effect and i started it yesterday and people will, like a rebuild of it or something. Or yeah, reboot? it's a remake. It's a remake yeah. of Mass Effect one, two, and three in one collection. Yeah. I got okay. that. People always, I you know, I listen to a lot of video game podcasts, and people will say Mass Effect is probably one of the best science fiction video game trilogy right you'll ever play. And they'll mm-hmm. they'll, they'll compare the story to Star Wars. They'll say it's the Star Wars of video games. It is a it has an amazing story. And I played about two hours last night and I have to say, wow, it, it, the lore is rich. It is like, there's so much to do. And um, it's just like, yeah, I could, I could see why people compare it to Star Wars. I mean, and you make choices that actually matter. You, you, uh, you make bonds with other characters and they follow through through two and three. So all your stuff goes along. So it's a game's never done that before, where you can go up to th- have a, a, a three games where everything you've made will continue on. Yeah. So, so far, I'm loving it. It is. I didn't know what what I would feel. I didn't know. I was really excited, but I'm I'm loving Mass Effect. I'm so excited to play it. So when it I'll came out originally. Was it like a, a exclusive on one of the the systems, or was it? It came out originally for 360 Mass Effect 1, and then it was only exclusive for a year. Then PS3 got it. Uh, so all three games were in the 360 PS3 generation. Um, then they're backwards compatible. Uh, on uh, I think they're on Game Pass, so you can play the original 360 versions on your Xbox. But then EA, uh, BioWare put out... Um, a, uh, they remastered it and so everything's uh, improved visually and controls so uh, huh. it's good it's good so far I'm really liking it uh, yeah, and, it's, straight. it's like one of those games that we never really got into yeah I mean 
it Which wasn't my weird. thing. I, I think my 360 era of gaming was just Halo, really. Yeah. Um, and then I it was hard to get into anything else. I mean, I played Grand Theft Auto, obviously, but yeah. like Halo just took up all my time because that's all we ever played online. And then yeah. when I stopped playing online, I'm like, look at this treasure trove of single player games that I missed out on. So yeah. that's yeah. um then Friday, Mark. I uh I pull this up real quick uh the foo fighters released a ep called dgs slash hail satan foo fighters live they mm. do you should be dancing night fever tragedy shadow dancing more than a woman bg covers and they're amazing oh then they do making a fire shame shame waiting on a war no son of mine and cloud spotting live uh, it's the 10 EP. It's called DGs, like BGs, but DGs. Yeah. Um, yeah. It came out Friday. Highly recommend it. Um, if you're a Foo Fighters fan and you want to hear some awesome BG covers, it is awesome. So definitely check that out. And uh, the one show me and Allison got into, my parents recommended to us, like on Father's Day. And, um, I think we just uh, really enjoying it now. And I, I feel like I could recommend it. It's not for everybody, um, but it's on Amazon prime uh, louder milk. It's uh, It has uh, Ron Livingston from office space. Mm. Um, he plays Sam louder milk. And then it has Will Sasso is in it. Ryan Regan's in it. There's a lot of comedians Um Basically, uh, Sam Lattermelk is a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor, uh, and he's a total asshole. <laughs> so he has a group, and um, he he's like the leader of the of, of this group to help everybody try to stay sober. Antics ensue. Um, we are in season two. There's three seasons. I think there's going to be a fourth. Um, we're enjoying it. It's really funny. I like his attitude. Also, it helps that. Um, uh, you know, I'm familiar with some of this stuff when it comes to uh, yes. substance abuse. Uh, so for me, I kind of relate to some of the things. Uh, so it's, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Uh, like I said, it's not, a, it's not going to be a show for everybody, but we're really enjoying it. Um, and I was just like, wow, something on Amazon prime. That's not a comic book related. Thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So Did you watch Sweet Tooth yet? No, I have not. I keep right. forgetting. I keep forgetting it exists. Once you get your uh, Netflix back, literally, you know what the problem is? I, I, me and Allison, we will, will we'll grab it. We'll, we have a list on every platform. There is that you know, make your play, make your add it to your list. Add your queue. That list just grows and grows, and um. Sometimes we'll be like, should we watch this? Should we watch that? How about just a dateline? And then we end up just watching a fucking dateline. Um, so like right now we're really into louder milk. So we're just kind of what we're, we're almost in season three. Um, but I don't know. It's so overwhelming. There's just too much. It's like too much content, my friend. Yeah, it is. It is crazy because the content is coming out so quickly now that you have one weekend where everybody talks about it and it's forgotten by Monday and everybody's yeah, moved on to the next thing. Yeah. 
and and unless I like Disney Plus because yeah, you have to you have to wait. I know. I I like, I like that way. too. I like the old way. I'm an old man. I like to wait the week. And we don't of excitement. We don't binge things. We'll watch one or two episodes and then we'll. No, oh, yeah, I think I did uh, Sweet Tooth in like three days. Yeah, I wouldn't eight do episodes, that. So it's not that rough of a. Yeah, I like taking my time enjoying something, but like, yeah, it's just like by the time I'm like, oh, I should watch that. Five more things have already come out that I might be interested in so it's like ah too many things i think the thing that we're getting ready for claire's excited about it and we're gonna watch together is uh the sopranos prequel as a movie yeah it's a movie yeah i, I i'm it's yeah. me and hbo max we're super stoked yeah, yeah. that's that his son cool. that's his son playing him. i know it is yeah and ray liotta and john Berenthal's in it yeah yeah we are um I showed Alice in the trailer and we're like, yes. Yeah. So I love the Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, definitely one of my top 10 shows of all time. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, hold on. Let me just double check. That's it for me for this week. Um, did, we get any, did anything come out of Comic-Con? Do you know? That's what I'm going to go to. Let's oh, do Comic-Con. I thought you were going somewhere else. So. No. Uh, Comic-Con highlights, according to IGN, um i if you're i will tell you what the one annoying thing about this virtual comic-con thing uh i'm in like the mattel newsletter thing the pulse they call it i think it's called um for hot wheels and uh they released like last week they released like all this stuff that they were gonna have like exclusives for comic-con because virtual again and it was like at nine o'clock on friday release like the things you can order them and everything for pre-orders and then like day of you can order stuff i signed on at 905 everything was sold out that's pretty typical mark disheartening that's everything everything's that way and i'm sure a lot of people are gonna buy it and resell it oh yeah that's the thing that annoys me most about it yeah there's got to be a way, a system they, they can come up with that allows people to buy it and not the, re, the not the bots, you know? Yeah. So it's a shame. I, I mean, you know, when the new systems came out, they all sold out in seconds. Yeah. Um, anytime something big comes out, it sells out in seconds. Well, there's places now where they just hire people just to sit there and order things. Yeah, yeah. And then they like you just sit there, you order stuff, and then like company like marks it up and sells it to some other person. Uh, the one thing it was interesting the um, Steam Deck console that they did pre sales for. Yeah. Basically, you had to have a Steam account. Yeah. You had to have had a Steam account longer than five days. Also, you also had to put a five dollar deposit down. Yeah, and so thing I think that's what you're gonna start doing. They they made you had an account, five dollar deposit, and it was not even a pre-order. It was to put you in line for a pre-order. So it's like step among step among step because bots can't do that. You know, a bot can't be like, I gotta sign up for a Steam account for five days. You know, I also yeah. have to put five. They're not gonna do that. So it really kind of tried to stop from people uh, doing that. So hopefully that works. And I hope other people can do that too. 
I don't yeah. know what I don't know how you do that with with Hot Wheels, you know, like or just anything. It wasn't just how it was like action figures, the whole like yeah. everything yeah. that Mattel was releasing, like everything was like like there's nothing major for me that I was looking for because it's all just like the fantasy cast things that I'm not into, but it's just crazy. Like I just looked just to kind of check it out and see what they were gonna do. Yeah. And it was just like I was like, like what? What? What is going on? Well, going into Comic-Con, uh, I'm going to go through this kind of quick, but if you okay. are a, a Dexter fan, I've never seen an episode. I, but yeah. I watched towards the end, that's about it. If you're a Dexter fan, he's coming back, and they announced November 7th at 9 p.m. on Showtime, uh, Dexter New Blood. They put out a new trailer and a premiere date um, over the weekend. The Walking Dead final season got its full trailer and two new cast yeah. members but the also weird part amc is really stretching this out um they're gonna they're gonna be basically splitting the final season into three parts so basically they're gonna take the final season and like you're gonna have like some episodes here they're gonna take a break put yeah. more episodes here take a, i'm like oh my god they really want to stretch this out yeah you can tell this is like a AMC, like we're in trouble because or we just, yeah, yeah, we're going to try to make this the biggest, we're going to cash in on this. Yeah. Once the walking, once dead's, walking gone, dead's gone, I mean, what does the AMC have? I don't know. I haven't watched an AMC. You're the walking dead. Is that even on? I don't even know. It is. And there's that other spinoff, the new world one river. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the crazy. Simpsons uh, teased uh, their 33rd season, which is crazy. Um, they're going to be doing a, a big musical episode. Um, then the, they did the best Comic-Con collectibles of 2021, and they showed off some cool statues. Of course, you got the Joker. and Wolver uh, yeah. There's a great one, uh, Wolverine laying in bed it's the x-men animated series and he's a yeah he's laying in bed with the uh, pitcher which has become a meme with gene gray yes yeah uh which is i, I kind of want to get that one uh but those are pretty cool yeah um army of thieves netflix unveils the first teaser and new poster for the army of dead heist prequel that nobody wanted um that will be coming out oh is that what that is army of thieves Oh, God. I thought it was something different. I thought it was the comic book. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, Oscar, no, I don't care. Oscar Isaac dropped in to introduce a new comic book series from, yes. from the set of Marvel's Moon Knight. Oscar yes. Isaac made a surprise appearance from the set of Marvel's Moon Knight to discuss Head Wounds, Sparrow, a comic book project he's developing with Legendary Comics. That's yes. awesome. I, I can't wait to check that out. I'm really liking... Um, bizarre with uh Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, it, it's so far so so far so good. It's really good. Uh, Doctor Who season thirteen new trailer and cast member yeah. revealed. Yeah, it's going to be Game of Thrones Grey Worm himself, Jacob Anderson. Yeah, um, he'll be joining the cast. Uh, I guess he said that the character will make you root for him while also breaking your heart. So I don't know what that means, but uh. We'll have to check that out. I'm, I'm assuming Doctor Who will be starting up after the holiday. I think so. I think they it's didn't really give a day. So, 
I think they're doing the uh, New Year's Day release thing again. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Prodigy teaser trailer introduced Holo Genway Starship. I don't know anything about Star Trek anymore. So uh, there's the Prodigy and then season two of uh, Lower Decks, which is a cartoon that happens. I've never seen it. Um, Something I'm super excited for, Bob's Burgers, a movie, is going to be musical, comedy, mystery, adventure, and a kind of a coming-of-age story. I'm a huge Bob's Burgers fan, so I'm super stoked for Bob's Burgers movie. Um, Then there was a Slasher Flesh and Blood official trailer uh, for all you Slasher fans. Uh, And Blade Runner Black Lotus Mm. had its first CG. It's going to be a CG animated series on Adult Swim. Um, you know, I, I was watching, speaking of animated, I was watching the Resident Evil series on Netflix and before my account was frozen there. Um, and I watched the first three episodes. It's only four. I kind of lost interest because I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. And I watched half of four and I kind of fell asleep and I didn't go back. Cause I'm like, oh, it started off great. It just ended with predictability that. I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, Luke Kang is the heart and engine of Mortal Kombat Legends and Battle of the Realms, which is going to be another animated series. Nice. nice um, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, uh, season six. They put a teaser trailer out. Yep. I saw that. Uh, Mark Hamill talked about how he found Skeletor's voice for the new Masters of the Universe. Yes, there's actually, after you watch the five episodes of uh, Revelation, there is a uh, after the show show Oh, where they interview uh, a lot of the, the, pretty much everybody who's in it and talk about how they got involved with it and everything. And he talks about that a little bit too. And it's, it's really, it's crazy. And they actually interview Alan Oppenheimer, who we met and we actually interviewed years ago yeah. at Kineticon. Still, one of my like most amazing moments of my life. Besides getting married, of course. But uh, you know, uh, meeting Alan Oppenheimer, who was the voice of Skeletor, the original Skeletor, and he now is in the new series as Moss Man. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah, that's great. They used him. Yeah, so they brought him. Like that was a big thing for Kevin Smith, as he wanted to use him. Uh, um. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, put a pause. Put a pin yeah. in this. We're gonna go back to it. Um, Batman The Long Halloween Part 2 will be coming out yeah. and they said they flips the script in the graphic novel Troy Baker says which he plays the Joker I'm, I'm waiting for Part 2 to come out so I can watch them back to back so I'm super I didn't even know Part 1 came out so yeah Part 1 go. is out um, a show is it on HBO Max or is it just the you know that's a good question I think you have to buy it it oh, probably okay. will come to H- HBO Max, I have to imagine, but... Yeah, because everything DC is on HBO Max. So. Don't quote me. It could be on HBO Max right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, if it is, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. a, sh- a show you and the guys watch, I don't, but um, Lucifer... Uh, yes. They season put six. out a trailer for their fi- its final season, which I thought it had its final se- season. It's the second now. part of the final season. Oh. They did like the split season thing. It, it premieres September 10th on yes. Netflix. 
Yes, I'll be watching the whole thing on September 10th. Um, and that's pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty you missed, much. Like, you missed the whole uh, Samurai Rabbit. Usagi oh. Ujimbo. Yo, Usagi uh, Chronicles will be yes. animated um, on Netflix. Uh, is is it going to be on Netflix? It is. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Anamorphic Rabbit, who was inspired by real life legendary swordsman Miyamoto Musashi. Yeah, there was. I remember the only reason why I remember this character was uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, a crossover. He, he still has a comic. Yeah, there's yeah. still a comic going right now. Yeah, uh, it's very popular. Uh, so uh, seeing Netflix uh, give it an animated treatment. Uh, it looks cool. I yeah. mean, there's other stuff. The Patrick Star Show. I don't care. You know, no, no. Adventure Time. I did time. hear that they're doing a uh, another thing that came out of Comic-Con. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, they're mm-hmm. remaking, again, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. They're coming back. I mean, they always come back, yeah. which is great. They always reinvent themselves. I think that's like... Like as a live-action movie. Like another... Oh, they're going to do a, a yeah. new live action That's movie. What I heard, yeah. I gotta Google this now. I'm gonna, yeah. Really? I like saw like a random thing over the weekend come across my phone saying. Yeah, but I thought, are they just continuing the movies they're doing? No, I heard it was a whole new thing for Ninja Turtles. Whoa, whoa! Here we go. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. You sitting down? Yeah, he's sitting down. Seth Rogen yes. announced on Twitter that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be released in theaters August 11th, 2023. Uh, he tweeted this on June 1st with a teaser yeah. image of a notebook featuring doodles of the eldest Ninja Turtles in the leader, Leonardo. So, Seth, this is going to be a new one. Yeah. Uh but hold on, I don't think it's going to be live action. It's going to be CG reboot. Oh. From Nickelodeon and Seth Rogen's Point Grey gets release date, so it's going to be okay. CG. It's going to be a CG movie. Oh, okay. Um, and it's going to be directed by Gravity Falls Jeff Rowe, and will hit theaters August eleventh, twenty twenty three. That's awesome. Is it just CG or is it? It's just a CG movie. So to me, that means it's not going to be a live action. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. It could right? be a motion capture situation like uh, that uh, Netflix, that, yeah, Netflix but that show you're watching there. That would say live action. Well, no, because that's not live action. That one that you're watching, that's the motion capture. With the guy with the hair. Where that's, is it? Show. that's a CG. That's CG. Yeah. So it could be like that. I'm yeah so it'd be it took me a cg yeah. movie yeah, yeah 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 with the hair <laughs> the guy with the hair i couldn't remember the name of the show but i know that i remember the hair yeah it's gonna be a cg movie i don't know if it's gonna be cartoony i don't know if it's gonna be more realistic they didn't say yeah i mean uh that's crazy though yeah um awesome yeah and we did uh, have we'll talk about it we talked about it before the show i don't think we talked about it since we started the show but uh there was over the weekend, just because Rocky's our friend and we'll talk about a little bit of DC stuff so people don't 
think we hate DC, even though we do. Um, there was an image released over the weekend online of uh, Batfleck on a bat cycle on the set of the Flash movie. It was all right. So that happened. It didn't break the internet, but it happened. So people can't say we didn't talk about it. So there you go. We talked about it. Um, he, he, I think it was people got more excited that he's back with JLo than I, I'm not excited about either one of those things. So yeah. I could care less about either one of those things. I, I was told I am so jaded. Yes. I smoke weed or something. Yes. I'm not jaded. It just didn't really excite me. It was uh, just the, the, my, I'm not jaded. Uh, make a good movie and then I'll care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a photo. We don't even know if that's Ben Affleck. I even make a good movie. Because I know Rock would be like, oh, well, the Snyder Cut was so good. Make an actual good movie. Like a one you put out originally that's good. Not one that you have to go back after the fact and re-edit again to make good. Then I'll be, then I'll care. DC. Okay. Take that, Warner Brothers. There's been some good DC movies, so. Name one. The Joker. That's set in the DC universe. Uh, set in the DC universe. Um, I would say Shazam was decent. I would say Birds of Prey was pretty good. That's not me. That's me. not saying much, though. I know, it's not. You're right. <laughs> That's like saying two lukewarm movies were the, the, the highlights of the DC universe. I, you know, overall, Shazam was, was very fun. And I would, I'm ex- I'm more excited about a Shazam sequel than I am seeing. They're not even doing a Shazam sequel. Isn't like Black Adam the second? No, they put a teaser. Coming Shazam's first, coming out in a couple of years. Shazam two is coming out in a couple uh, of years. Isn't Black Adam coming out first? Isn't that like the first? <gasps> yeah, Black Adam could be good because the Rock's yeah. in it. So yeah. who knows? Um, I don't know. Anyway, Mark, let's dive into your He-Man review without yes. being. Don't spoil too much. But just give just give us your what your thoughts were everything. Well, um, my thirst first thought. Your thirst. My thirst thought was, oh man, look at that man beef on He Man. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. Um, well, first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, He Man. Uh, the movie was not good. The cartoon was amazing. I was a huge He-Man fan. And I totally, even as a kid, I didn't care that they were selling me toys. I was all about it. I'm like, I'm buying your toys. I own them all. My mom ended up selling my toys away to some kid at a tag sale. that I still haven't forgiven her about, but that's another story for another day. Why? Why would she sell your toys at a tag sale? Because she's, she was, I was, it was at that time frame when I was a teenager and I didn't care. I thought it was uncool to have stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And now, now, now I wish again. I had it all back. I know. Oh my gosh, the Grace Skull back. I want it all back. I know. I hear you. Same here. Ugh. But uh, no, I saw the trailer for this and I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. If the trailer, if the show is half as good as the trailer was, I'm on board. Yeah. Thankfully enough, the show is just as good as the trailer. I was hooked. I'm not, and all for all the neck beards out there who got all bent out of shape because the show's lead is basically a female the whole time. You know, 
they review bombed the the hell out of it yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. It got review bombed. Yeah, it was like it. They said that get over this, yourselves. It, it was yeah. like the Last Don't Jedi all over again. Um, give your mother a hug. Like they review bomb. It, it, it is a bunch of people that just cannot accept a female lead for some or, reason. Yeah, or a know. change or anything. It's yeah. just it's. And it's not even called He-Man. It's called Masters of the Universe. It never was in- called He-Man. Yeah, which includes it's always all been of called them. Masters of the Universe. And the story from Masters of the Universe, the original story, is the same story they're doing now. Like, generally. Not the exact same story, but Masters of the Universe was all based off of magic and lore and, like, whoever holds the sword has the power. And they did the split sword thing in the middle of the season, which was awesome. And they tell, like, they go back and tell stories about that kind of hook together with old stuff. They change the way the characters are presented. They make new characters, like, characters who are, like, side characters in the old series are now major characters in this series. Yeah. They have all the ships and the toys that you would remember as a kid. They have random characters that, like, Stinkor who was a character that they had made and never actually put into the show. How was the voice acting? I mean, voice you, acting was amazing. But I mean, I heard you get a lot Her of Davos is fantastic. Oh, he's in, who is he playing? He plays man at arms. I knew it. I knew it had to be man at arms. He's great. It's amazing. Orko? Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Who's playing Orko? Who's Orko? Orko. Oh my gosh. You're gonna make me figure out all these names now. I know Lena Headley plays Eva Lynn. She was amazing. Well, okay. We got voice acting. How was how is the story? The story is great. It's not what you would expect. Okay. I don't want you to say any more. Um, now, you know, the the one tangible thing about this, I will tell you this: characters die. Are you ruining things here? Are you spoiling? Things? I'm not. Multiple characters die. So. There's actual tangible things in this, as opposed to it was. It's it, there's actually a a, a a a through story, whereas the regular He-Man was just Skeletor would try to break into Castle Grayskull. He-Man would stop him. They'd give you like a little thing at the end, like don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. It would go the next episode would be the next thing, or whatever toy they wanted to like introduce, like Ram Man. Put Ram Man in this episode. So. It was just, it's the voice acting. There's 10 episodes total that they've done. They only aired the first five. Yeah. This past one. Uh, Chris Wood, who I don't know from anything else, is He-Man. Sarah Michelle Gellar is Tila. Like I said, Lena Headley is Eva Lynn. Mark Hamill, Skeletor. Uh, Andra, who was in one issue of the comic book, uh, they brought that character back and it's changed a little bit. Tiffany Smith plays that character. She basically plays the audience. It's great because she's like a fan of the story of He-Man. Yeah. Because there's like a time jump a little bit. So like all the people that were in the, like, the original story of He-Man, there's a time jump at the beginning of the f- season. So then this new character is brought in. And so when the, all these characters like appear, she's like, oh my gosh, you're this person. Oh my gosh, you're that person. So it's a nice gateway to kind of like explain who people are without like having to be like, like, oh my gosh, you're Merman. Oh, that's Merman. So then you don't have to like go through the whole like 
hi, I'm Merman or I'm Beast Man. Like, you don't yeah. have to do all that. Which I like the voices, Mark. You should do all the voices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Diedrich Batter plays Trapjaw, Vader. Liam Cunningham, that's his name, Man at Arms. Yeah. Uh, Susan Eisenberg plays Sorceress. Justin Long plays Roboto. Griffin Newman plays Orko. Uh, Kevin Michael River, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, who played the genie on uh, Broadway for Aladdin, he plays yeah. Beastman. Stephen Root plays Cringer. Yeah. Uh, I remember I go through this before, and you were like blown away by this. Uh, Triclops is played by the one and only Henry Rollins. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Okay, that's it was cool. Fantastic. Uh, Dennis Hasbert plays King Grayskull, which is another thing in this. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer plays Mossman. And then Kevin Conroy plays uh, Merman. So, but it's... If you're into... If you were a fan as a kid of uh, He-Man... Yeah. at all if you were like a, a light fan of he-man it this is gonna this will hit all well, the nostalgia points it hits all the whatever you blow your nuts off as well you used to have a thing for that all like whatever the, the the south park thing member berries member berries it's all the member berries yeah 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 the the uh animation is not as hokey as a filmation was which wasn't terrible it was just you know kind of grainy yeah but uh it's like they mixed in a little bit of anime look to it with the filmation yeah so it's got a different look to it so like the backgrounds kind of fit and like everything looks and mark hamill like i can't say enough about mark hamill as skeletor yeah he's got the he's got the voice baby yeah but i know like there's like so many so many people are like, I, I wanted to watch He-Man and I got Tila. It's like, well, because it's the story. Yeah, you know. Like, uh, just just on IMDb right now, and there's like all these She-Man mashes of the social justice verse. I think a lot of these people who read these reviews haven't even watched it. I think literally they watched a review, shit on it, and they're just... They watched the review on YouTube that pooped on it, and then they're they regurgitating like, oh, it. Yeah, they're regurgitating what they heard. Yeah. So it's what happens in the internet, man. People yeah. go, people like. I would say if you're, can't... if you just give it a chance, this is only the first half of the series. Yeah. Of the first season. I know a lot of stuff happens, and you're going to be like, what just happened? They just yeah. did what to who? To where? To what is going on? But after five episodes, it covers a lot of covers a lot of information in five episodes, and it's like there's a whole other half of this. Where do they go from here? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I'm it's, real- it, yeah, so. it's great and it's nice, like twenty minute, twenty twenty two minute, like without commercials, just like the cartoon was back in the day. It's very. Like little snippets and bite, like little biteable pieces of He Man. You don't have to like sit down and think you're going to sit for an hour watching this, but it's yeah. great. It's 
I was like, I glowing like, review by Mark again. Warnock. Yeah, I'm excited for He Man again. I want to go and get all my toys back now and buy my Castle Grayskull back. I mean, I love the toys as a kid. I mean, I was a He Man person, but I love the toys. And then, yeah. like, you know, Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe and all that stuff. And yeah, I think He Man had some of the most imaginative toys. Um, you know, uh, what's his face? We hit the top of his head and his face would spin in different Park. places. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah Ram, cool. Jan, uh, Ram Man who had the... The whole body the went down? Yeah. The whole body? And he would yeah. spring up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So cool. There's a whole other guy. Like, I have the toy at my parents' house still. It's probably the only one I have left. It was my favorite one. He had, like, a little pulse thing you put inside his body. And he would just... He had, like, a wheel on his chest. Yes. Okay. So you pull the thing out and you'd, like, run across the floor on his wheel. Yep. It was the best. It was the stupidest toys, but they were great. And I yeah. Loved yeah. I mean, my friend had Castle Grayskull and it had a microphone and you yes, could talk. That was, and a new, his... that was the newer one. I had you, the original one that had the could... trap door. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I loved, I wanted that. You could talk into it and make your yeah. voice come out. Yeah. Castle Grayskull. That was Snake Mountain. Oh, Snake Mountain. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. that was yeah. Snake Mountain. Castle Grayskull so... was just a, a piece of plastic. I had I had that I had yeah, that. Snake one. Mountain okay. was the big one that people got. Like if, yeah. you, if you got Snake Mountain, you were the your parents were doing well for themselves. If you yeah, I wanted Snake Mountain, man. I never got yeah. it, but I had you know. I had a friend who was an only child growing up, and he had Snake Mountain, and he had uh, the Terror Dome from Ninja Turtles. Wow. And he had uh, the Cobra base that had the the thing that would open and the ship would come out. I was like, you're such an only child. Jesus. I hate you. That's awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I they siblings. get all the they My get all the toys. My parents want to buy toys for them more than they want to buy toys for me. Right, right, right. Man, that's awesome. My 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 siblings got to eat dinner, I guess. Even though I'd rather <laughs> my parents just buy me toys. Just buy me the you know uh, snake mountain, please. I said it there uh, before. I think that's why I still buy toys at this point. Because like we're the oldest. I know you're the oldest of your siblings as well. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't have, I like didn't get the toys I wanted growing up because my siblings wanted to eat. <laughs> so <laughs> now I can buy my own toys. I don't have to worry about other children. That yeah. have, I don't have to like share or make sure I get something that someone else can play with or we can't get that because it has small parts and. Right, right. Josh might eat it and choke on it, so he can't get it. He's still trying to do that to this day. He still is, jerk. He's always trying to eat something. Ugh. Um, Did your parents yeah. ever tell that to you? I got that all the time. We can't get this because there's small parts, and so and so might eat it, and then we'd have to like take him to the hospital. So we can't get this toy. That was my mom's excuse for everything. No, I don't like remember Voltron, that. Voltron, the pull apart Voltron had like small parts where they connected. She's like, well, we can't. There's small parts. Any toy that said do not for any kids under this age and small parts included, she would use that as their excuse. Like, oh, it's got small parts. Can't get it because, you know, Josh might eat it. I think Josh was the problem. Like, maybe we should just tape Josh's mouth closed. <laughs> to stop eating things. Yes, like, maybe we should tell him to stop eating things. That was a constant. I used, that's, I think that's why me and Josh <laughs> would get along as kids. He would take away all my toys. My mom would use them as a scapegoat. I don't remember because we were all old enough. Not no, you know, we weren't eating. You guys were too close. You guys are pretty close. You guys are closer in age than me and Josh are, I think. Right? Yeah. Well, Anthony's only five years younger than me. Yeah. So Josh is four. So it's around that it's, same. 
Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I never was told that. I mean, growing up, it'd be like, you, you got to get something for him too. You know? Yeah. That's the big yeah. thing. That you got to be fair. You got to be fair. Yeah. So. So I just buy two He-Man toys and I just play with both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them to get the hell out. The one time me and Anthony were obsessed with Double Dragon on the Genesis uh, Sega Master System. Yeah. And my younger brother, Nick, who was much younger and didn't really know how things worked, mm. he, he put the game in and wouldn't work. So he went upstairs and he used soap and water to clean the cartridge. Oh, I, We got home and he's just like, I tried to clean it. And me and Anthony were like, what do you uh. mean? He goes, I put it with soap and water. Oh, no. And we're like, no. And I put it in. It wouldn't work. I was like, you, oh, my God. I mean, he, he was trying to do well, but, yeah, didn't happen. I only had – the only issue I ever had, I think – I can't remember. It had to be Josh. Um, my mom would always be like, oh, if you're going to play – you do games, you have to let your brother play, too. So he was always player, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, – I think we went through three controllers. You try to eat them? He would throw them on the ground. He'd get mad. Yeah, yeah, throw yeah. Them. And he'd be like, dude, don't throw the controller. Just put it on the thing and walk away angry. Don't throw it. Rage quit. cheating. I'm like, I'm not cheating. I'm just better at this than you are. Mark's good at any sports game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, my it's not God. my fault. You're terrible at this. You get mad at me. <laughs> Take it out of my video games. Oh, yeah. He's a rage quitter. Yeah, he was. He still is to this day, probably. Probably. God damn it. He throws uh, his phone. Oh, I got to get a switch phone. now. He's a switch. Throws his switch on the ground. God damn yeah. it. Um, well, I'll definitely watch it this week and I'll keep you posted. And next Monday, we could talk a little bit more in depth about it. Uh, as soon as I get yeah, my right, debit two, card. Two things to talk about next week because also. Why? What's coming that? out next week? Oh, which is crazy. That's next week already. Suicide Squad comes we out have, next well, we Thursday. Have, yeah, but we have one more show. We have next Monday before that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we can talk about. We'll talk more about Suicide Squad next week. Yeah, we got one more show before I we. How it. weeks work? It happens every once in a while. Yeah, next Thursday we're gonna try. I'm all blurs together. That's at that point I know, where I just I don't know. even keep track of it anymore. We're gonna try to go see it, Aguam. Um, as long as everybody still feels comfortable, it sounds like everybody's okay with going. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm fine. I know. Me too. But my fault. People are idiots and won't get a shot. So we're gonna we'll, we'll talk more about that next week, and we're gonna see it on Thursday. So hopefully, um, numbers. There's definitely like I'm just yeah. gonna say it's definitely getting to the point now where there's like two nations at this point there's a nation of the vaccinated and nation of the unvaccinated yeah and i'm in the nation of the vaccinated and if you're not you're an idiot just get a shot it's not difficult i know know. well some people i mean are you ruining my day because you won't go get a shot yeah let's not go down this path for the show shall we (laughs) all right just i know all right, Mark. Well, we'll be back next week. It's been a great show. Um, and yes. um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. We're on YouTube, and we'll be yeah. uh, back next week. Yeah, so your homework this week, watch Masters of the Universe, because next Monday, 
Spoiler we're free. Deep diving we're, we're, in. We're spoiling. We're deep diving. It. We're going yeah. through the whole episode by episode, breaking it all down, talking about it all. So if you haven't seen it by next week, it's your own fault. Yeah, you got a week. We'll see you all then. All right. And a little bit of Suicide Squad. What did we expect in Suicide Squad? We'll tell you next week. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>